is Jackie. Welcome to today's pep talk, Listen. I believe one of the greatest gifts that we can give another individual is to truly listen to them when they are speaking. I don't mean multitasking where we are playing on our phone or we're texting on our phone or answering emails or we're doing some other task. It's when somebody is talking that we're actually listening to the words that they're saying to us, that we're comprehending what they're saying, that we're letting the individual know that we're listening to them and we're understanding what they're saying by acknowledging, by nodding our head, by um, providing a mm-hmm here or there. I think it is so important that we get back to the basic roots of communication and start listening again. I think most individuals really appreciate and desire to be heard when they're talking with someone. I do believe that this is more important maybe for some individuals than others. In fact, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the five love languages by Dr. Chapman. He identified what he believes to be five primary love languages and there is the love language of words of affirmation, acts of service, physical touch, quality time, and gifts. And I believe there are actually a couple of other love languages and one of them in my in my view is the love language of profound listening and inquiry. And what I mean by that is that you are truly listening to someone at a very deep level and then you inquire not only during the conversation but even following up with that individual later and asking them questions um, regarding the conversation that you had previously with them. For example, if somebody has shared with you that they were studying for an exam for school and the next time you talk you follow up and say hey I remember when we were talking last and you shared with me that you were studying for your chemistry exam how did that go or if your spouse shares with you uh, something that's going on in in their work situation maybe with their supervisor and that they're going to be having a meeting regarding a project that your your spouse or partner or friend is working on and you actually follow up with them the next time that you talk and you ask how did things go with that meeting it lets people know that number one you really care and secondly you are really listening and again I think most everybody really desires this I also think that there are some individuals that this maybe matters to more than others and I also think that it's so important that we're not doing other tasks while we're listening. I think it's very easy to be on the phone texting or emailing or doing something or looking up Facebook and not actually being present with the person that you're speaking to. I don't know about you, but I know when I'm out in public and I see people together, whether it appears to be couples or whether it looks like family members together, 
rarely, it seems, are people actually talking to one another. Quite frequently, people have their phones in front of them and they're just not even communicating with the person that they're with. And that includes being in a restaurant. I can see people sitting at tables and absolutely no one is speaking to one another and everybody is on their on their phone. And I understand that we live in a world of technology and I understand that technology, the advancement of technology can be helpful to us in some ways. I'm going to be honest with you as a therapist, I really believe it is hindering our relationships in a lot of ways. And what I'm referring to today about listening to others is one of the ways in which I believe it is hindering us in our relationships. I think oftentimes even for couples or families, I think it's easy for the person to remain on their phone when they come home, whether it's because they feel they have to be connected to work or whether because they are using the phone as a an escape whether it's playing a game on it or looking up social media. And I highly encourage families and couples that I work with to put the phone down, to actually set aside time at night where they completely unplug from their phone. And I also believe with regards to sleeping at night, I really want people to put that phone down and to not be checking their phone during the middle of the night whether it's because they wake up or whether it's because they get up and go to the bathroom, that you put your phone away, even if you use it as an alarm clock, having the ability to, you know, put that phone away and, and get your get your sleep. You can have it there for the alarm, but not allowing yourself to be checking it then during the night when actually you need to be sleeping. Okay, I'm kind of going on a tangent about <laughs> electronics, and that's a whole nother pep talk I want to do, uh, talking about electronic detox. Um, But again today, going back to listening, I would love for you to stop and assess your listening skills. Are you someone who truly listens when someone's speaking to you? Or are you focused on what you're going to do next? Or are you thinking about what you're going to say instead of actually listening to what the person's saying? That's another one that I think we can often struggle with is interrupting. We so, you know, we we hear what the person is saying and we want them to know that we understand what they're saying and so we interrupt them with a comment or with a question. And I think, again, I, I think what most of us want is to be allowed to truly speak and then Absolutely, I think that we want for people to ask questions or to follow up or to comment, but to allow an individual to finish what they're saying before we ask those questions. I also think sometimes we can want people to feel as though we're connecting with them and that we can relate to their situation and we will often either interrupt or not interrupt. We wait till they are finished, but then we follow up with how how we have an example that's very similar or what we think to be the exact same. And all I, although I think that's very important to let people know that you can relate to them, I think it's important to first validate them. So when they have shared something with you, 
and you have an example from your own life that you want to share with them, I think it's incredibly important to first validate them, acknowledge them, talk about their situation first. Make sure that you're making that about them. And then that ability to follow up and say, you know, do you mind if I share an example in a time that I feel like is very similar to yours where I can really relate to you? I think when we're too quick to jump in with our example or or our situation, even though our, our goal is because we want the individual to feel like we understand them and that we can connect with them, I think when we're too quick to jump into that, we discount than the other person's feelings in their situation. And the other individual can feel as though you're making it about you instead of it actually being about them and their situation. So again, I think it is really important that we're connecting and that we're sharing and that communication is reciprocal, that we're, you know, we're able to communicate back and forth. I also think that it's really important that when someone is sharing something that we start with validating them, saying, I understand that, or, oh, that sounded really difficult or, um, you know, I can't believe that that individual said that to you. You know, validating those feelings first, exploring what they're thinking and feeling first, and then being able to provide an example or a situation from your life. I'll close by sharing a comment that Jim Quick, who is the host of Quick Brains, he said once that the letters in listen also spell the word silent. And I do think, again, that it's important for us to be quiet and to be really listening. I also think that it's important for us to be having a conversation where it's it's the back and forth, where one person's speaking and so's the other, and you're actually both having the opportunity to have a conversation. Again, when someone's speaking, the more that we can be quiet and not be interrupting or not be focused in our brain about what we're going to say next so that we end up missing what the individual is saying, I think that that is also an extremely important skill to be practicing. There's a saying that we have one mouth and two ears and we need to be listening twice as much as we're speaking and I think that that's probably a a pretty good rule that we could be living our life by. Thank you so much for joining me today and I really encourage you to step back and assess your listening skills and see if maybe you could be nurturing and growing and cultivating your relationships by simply listening more and validating the individual versus multitasking and and doing other tasks where you're not really listening or because you're focused on things going on in your own mind and you're not really present with the individual. I think you'll be surprised just what a profound effect this could have on your relationships by practicing what I will call a simple yet not easy skill of listening. Thank you so much for joining me today and I encourage you to do one thing today purposefully to attain true pep for life.